Hey guys, what is going on? It is Friday. We have all sorts of stuff to talk about in this episode, such as... I'm lying. It's the international break. We had to fucking make up topics. We got Pogba talking about Real Madrid. We got Griezmann wanting out at Atletico Madrid, allegedly. We also talk about a little controversy about Ronaldinho's crossbar challenge we posted on our social media today, if it's fake or not. Or some CGI magic going on behind it. Yeah, we're really pulling at straws for this episode. But, you know, it's a lot of fun. We talk about some cool shit, and we kind of just shoot the shit. It's a shorter episode. I hope you guys enjoy. I hope it gets you by on this Friday to get by in your cubicle, whatever you might be doing. Um, I do want to let you know, I realized 15 minutes into the episode, my mic was not being picked up. So the audio for me is going to sound really, really shitty. It's just being picked up by my computer. I mean, you can understand it, but it's not going to sound like this. Um, it takes a lot for me to sound good. And I was just kind of bummed. I told Martin at the end of the episode, I was like, uh, dude, like I fucked up, but Hope you enjoy this episode. We're also doing a Saturday special with everyone from our Discord channel. We have a couple people who want to chime in, ask some questions, give opinions. Uh, If you want to be a part of that in the future, please join our Discord channel and always follow us on our social media. Really appreciate it. And we really appreciate you and hope you're enjoying this uh, international break. Some March Madness. Hope your team is winning or whatever. I hope your bracket's going well. I don't know. I didn't fill one out this year. Um, go Nova. Uh, they're, they're really good sometimes, I've heard. All right. Bye, guys. Love you. This is the Overtime Podcast Network. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. This thing of ours. Hey, I'm Kevin Pettit. And I'm Martin Frazier. And we are Loud Americans Discussing Soccer, better known as Lads. Hmm. Okay, today is uh, Friday, March 22nd. I almost forgot what fucking day of the week it is. Um, What is going on, guys? Me and Martin are here to tell you everything that's been going on in the soccer world, which is not a whole lot. So before we get into a whole lot of nothing, it's the show about nothing. You know, that's, you know, you never heard that one before. Um, Martin, how the hell are you, bud? Another day, another dollar. I am golden. How are you doing? Uh, I'm all right. I'm going up to Manhattan tomorrow, which is cool. I'm going to be spending the weekend up in New York. I hit up, shout out to Full Kit Wankers and high press podcasts who are stationed in new york i asked for any good soccer bars and you know it's new york you can it's it's the big apple you can find anything there so uh, i might go check out a couple of soccer bars if since all i'm going to be doing is just drinking and eating and i'm also going to go see that new jordan peele movie us so pretty pretty jazzed about that oh also what are you drinking i'm drinking some pbr <laughs> right there with you buddy pbr yeah. for life that's literally become my not so ashamed secret. I just drink PBR on the regular now. Get home from mm-hmm. work, crack a cold one. Fucking podcast, cracking a PBR. It's 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 bad how much I've fallen in love all over again with the hipster beer, which is not really a hipster beer. It's a great beer, man. Super you know, people, underrated. People need to talk more about how amazing PBR is because it's pretty goddamn amazing. Um, We don't really have too much on the docket today. We have... Pretty much just random headlines we're going to talk about. You know, players talking about other clubs, international break, causing possible injuries. Um, 
not to me. Martin literally texted me and said, he's like, what the fuck are we going to talk about? So um, <laughs> I did want to mention previously in our last episode, we mentioned uh, Donald Trump meeting with the president of Brazil and he, he, the president of Brazil gave him a number 10 Brazilian jersey. We made some jokes or at least tried to. Uh, we had a fan of the show actually say, like, come on, this was such a softball one. Both Neymar and Donald Trump both want to sleep with someone they're related to, which I was like, damn. Ooh. Ooh. They yeah. do. One's they a daughter, one's a sister. <laughs> yeah. God. I mean, so kudos to Brock, B-R-X-X-C-K, from our Instagram. That was good. Again, we're not really a political podcast. Again, we don't really swing either way. We're not. We're not swingers. Um, you could say, are we swingers? What are, what are, I don't even know what you would call that. Um, Dude, do you, did, do you know that commercial with Nick Offerman and, uh, his, one of the Tammies from Parks and Rec and it's the ad for, I think, I think the, uh, TV ad is, it's like swing and they refer to themselves as swingers and they pretend to have sex parties and shit. That's mm-hmm. one of my favorite commercials, but that, that aside, we're definitely swingers, Kev, me and you yep. swinging. I think we just swi- we're just you know not switch headers we're just swinging with the with the wind so what's a that swinger was... though is it mm. is, isn't that if we can clarify that what's the <laughs> difference between a swinger a hooker and a prostitute hmm. well first off we are very pro anyone who wants you know they're just working ladies or men I uh, I fucking would do that if I, I wish, could I wish they could just legalize prostitution I think it's bullshit I think Robert Kraft got fucked because I think Robert you know, Kraft is now or he's filing a motion so none of the videos from the uh, prostitute hall are released to the public and if that does not insinuate guilt I do not know what does like if you if you don't want any videos to be shown there's probably something on that video so yeah Robert Kraft He's he's definitely guilty there, but I'm I'm with you, man. All that mm. should should be legal, and I mean the science behind it says it'd be safer mm. for both the client and clientele if it was legal. So, uh, 2019 legalized prostitution. This legalized fucking everything. Uh, so I googled Urban Dictionary. So swinger is a person who dates slash sleeps with multiple people at the same time. Here's the word for word uh, example they use. You seeing someone? I'm seeing a few people, I guess you could say. Oh, so you're a swinger. All right, so there you go, guys. If you did not know what a swinger was, I guess it's kind of like um, the opening of Old School. Remember that with Luke Wilson when he walks in on his wife having an orgy um, or something? Oh, great movie. Oh, I fucking love that. Oof. You're my boy, Blue. Will right. Ferrell, fucking awesome movie. Dude, Vince Vaughn, um, fucking The Godfather, mm. Luke Wilson. Let's fucking go. All right, um, so... The first thing I wanted to open up with, which I wasn't going to make a topic, but someone in our Instagram wanted us to make this a topic. So I posted today, which I guess technically that was Thursday, so the 21st. Uh, it was Ronaldinho's birthday, which, of course, like Bleacher Report, ESPN FC, all these different outlets have no news to talk about. So they're just saying, guess whose birthday it is? Who shares this birthday? So it's pretty much they have nothing to talk about. But, you know, it gives us free content as content creators and stealers and whatnot. So I posted the classic Nike ad, which was the first YouTube video to hit a million videos, Martin. Fun fact. Ooh. Um, Ooh. It was a video. I did not know that. Yeah, I didn't either until I, you know, stole it from YouTube and posted it on our social media accounts. <laughs> um, so it's essentially a video of Ronaldinho trying on his Nike Mercule 
cleat, those classic gold and white ones. You know what I'm talking about? I think those what those. Yeah. Um, and they're, then they're either the uh, tiempos because that's what he wore, or the or the vapors. I can't remember which one it which one it was, but I, I just remember ass cleats back in the day. I just remember everyone had them, but I couldn't because they were too fucking expensive. But anyway, you so didn't get the knockoff. $40 one? That's what I always did. Yeah, but I was <laughs> always... get kinda, the $40 version of them. I was always an Adidas guy myself, three stripes for life, but it's cool. Um, so essentially, Ronaldinho puts on these cleats, immediately starts, you know, um, just dribbling the ball, kicking up to himself, doing some kickups in the most Ronaldinho way, and then he essentially just kicks it off the crossbar like four times, and then and he goes right back to him. He starts like doing more kickups and balancing it on his head, and it was like incredible. Um, but apparently there is some controversy because I had tons of people in our comment section, uh, not only on our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, um, saying like either like getting in arguments or claiming that there was all CGI and fake and that the C someone person said like, Oh, the CGI didn't age well. And I kept looking at it and I was like, it, it can't be right. So I, I watched the video like 10 times today. And, Martin, you've seen the video. It's a very classic video. If you haven't seen it, please go over to one of our social media accounts or just go on YouTube. I don't give a shit. Um, what do you think? I think it's real. I think the only reason I think it's real, because the only person who I think who could pull off this kind of magic is Dino. So uh, what, are your, and what are your thoughts? Man, to be perfectly honest, I do not care if it's fake or real. That is one of the most badass soccer clips that I've ever seen in my life. And and let me let me start with this. Nike yeah. has always made the most bad ass advertisements. Perfect example: the Ronaldinho clip. It, it's it's fucking mesmerizing. Jump up a couple more years, and you've got Wayne Rooney um, with the T90s, the Nike T90s, which are one of the best cleats ever made. And it's it's just like him shooting lasers from 40, 50 yards out in in the top bins. And then mm -hmm. dribbling, juggling, and just hitting volleys, ridiculous fucking volleys. And then fast forward a couple more years, and you've got the likes of uh, Sterling and Rashford shooting in the dark with glow-in-the-dark cleats oh, and balls. That was and sick. So Nike always has some fan-freaking-tastic advertisements. So I, I, I don't know if that's real because I, like, I don't know if someone can physically or if the laws of physics could fucking allow that to happen but like you said if one person in the world could do that it's either the f2 freestyle guys who are definitely worth a follow or ronaldinho because that shit that man is the magic man holy crap i i i don't care if it's real freight kev i just want to watch it i want to see it i want to be ignorant if it's fake i don't care i don't want to know i, I just want to pretend it's real i just want to think there's a little mystery left in the world and yeah. <laughs> for me, you know, that's just one of those things. Like, did Ronaldinho hit off the crossbar or not? I don't have to know. And I don't want to know. So, uh, just since it's his birthday, we never really talked about Ronaldinho. But I think he has to be in the top five when you're fucked up late at night with your boys looking up YouTube videos of, like, people of, yes. like, of, like, highlight videos and skills that have, like, 20 million, 10 million views. I think Ronaldinho has to be in at least the top three. I think for me, it's always Ronaldinho, probably Henri, since I'm an Arsenal fan, and then probably Messi. But then, like, uh, current Ronaldo, Zidane, um, I mean, the, the, the list goes on. But who would you say is, like, you're fucked up at night and you're like, I want to watch some sick-ass highlights? I think Ronaldinho has to be in my top three. 
I I do too, and I know who my top five are because, unfortunately for me, it seems like every time I'm fucked up and I get back to my house, I turn on the TV and I force whoever I'm with to watch soccer highlights. And yeah, same. it's usually... <laughs> and I know we did that like every single weekend. And our friends would um, fucking hate it. You'd be like, dude, like, get it. And I'm like, no, no, no. You got to see Burt Camp's turn here against Newcastle. <laughs> yeah, right. Except, except Dom did encourage us to do that, and he mm. would only choose Brazilians to put on. But my top five, I, I'm going to throw in a little weird ones because I'm quirky like that. I'm kinky like that. Mm. Um, Dino You're a number one. Just, I'm a swinger. I'm a swinger, baby. Uh, Dino number one, just because. Watching that man play soccer, it's it's watching pure fun, and nothing can beat Dino's ability with the ball. Um, number two, and this is going to come as a surprise, Ricardo Kaká. He was my Ooh. first. Yeah, he was my first player that I vibed with and and truly fucking fell in love with um, the style of his game. Um, so I always put on Kakal. Look at that uh, defense splitting passes, that outrageous runs that he used to do when he was on AC Milan. One of my favorite goals was in the Champions League. I think it was 06 maybe. Mm-hmm. And he was playing Manchester United, and he absolutely demolished Manchester United's entire back line. And that's when we had Scary Neville, Patrice Evra, Rio Fernand, and, and uh, Nemanja Vidic. So that's no easy feat, and he no just joke. He wrecked shit. Yeah, um, and then Zizou, always have to have Zizou in there. Um, I put Ronaldo, Messi, and then I always have to put on, because I like to cry sometimes, I always have to put on Francesca Totti's farewell speech um, after his 23 years at Rome. I, I put that on, I cry a bit, and I'm ready for bed. Mm, that's, a, that's a solid top five. All right, well, let's see here. I would have to say probably my biased. I do like the Kaka one. We've watched that a billion times. We have. Uh, and let me throw in Henri as well because mm-hmm. I've watched that many a time with you, and that's always a blast. Yeah, no, it's so fucking good. All right, let's move on to another Ronaldo. Um, according to the New York Times, who are they fake news? I don't know. Uh, are, report, are reporting that Ronaldo slash Juventus will not be traveling to the U.S. this summer due to the rape allegations made by Catherine Mayorga, who I am still on the lawyer uh, CC uh, email list, which I still get emails sometimes, and I forget to bring up on the podcast. But mostly it's just adding new co-counsel and stuff like that. I still think it's like when I get it, I get like a little chill. I'm like, oh, oh fuck. I'm still a part of this. Um <laughs> So instead, they will be playing in China and Singapore with two other Premier League teams. I think one is Manchester United and Tottenham, Martin. But um, I so, think it's you guys. Arsenal usually plays in China and Singapore. I think it rotates because it's for the International Champions Cup who rejected us. Fuck them. Um, yeah, fuck ICC. ICC a year is later, a- fuck ICC. Yeah, they send like fucking like actual like American football and baseball guys there. And I'm like are you fucking high? Like, what are you, what are you, what are you doing? Um, did not like, but anywhere else we've been like immediately like welcome with open arms. So fuck the ICC. And, um, again, Ronaldo Juventus, uh, I guess they're just trying to look out for their boy. Um, I don't really have too much to say about this. Uh, I don't really have an opinion. Again, it's still, everything is still alleged. I mean, we did a whole fucking podcast about this. If you want to learn about the actual case, go listen to it if you want. 
Um, but again, people are pointing at this as guilt. Again, this isn't, you know, I don't consider this pointing at guilt. I don't think it's a good look, but I mean, it's just, you know, wanting to avoid um, any issues. But people say like, well, if there were no issues, why would he not go? You know what I mean? But I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Like, this is a very hard subject to touch but from like a legal standpoint i can understand why they would not want to do that and, and like jeopardize their like their guy yeah i i mean i i think it's a weird move from ronaldo and, and juventus not very to come weird to the united states it's uh, but at the same time i don't think it's any type of admission of guilt i think it's trying to avoid the press um because if if and when the press uh, gets serious wind of this and that Ronaldo's going to be here, Juventus is going to be here, they're probably going to play in California. Hey, that's where the alleged rape happened. Um, what if they travel to Las Vegas? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, that was, uh, it was Vegas where the, uh, the alleged incident happened, Martin, just so just everyone. Because it's like the Las Vegas. Oh, sorry. The, yeah, because the Las um, Vegas police are the one reopening the uh, investigation and uh, asking for his DNA. I believe that was the last update. Yeah, um, I, th- I thought for whatever reason the rape occurred in Cali, but I'm obviously wrong there. Um, but essentially, I think Ronaldo, Juventus are just avoiding the media shitstorm, which is sure to follow them everywhere if they were to go to the United States. But at the same time, I, I take it as a pretty weak move from Ju- Ronaldo and Juventus. I thought um, I didn't think that they would do that. And it's a shame they're going to China and Singapore, but good for China and Singapore. Grow the yeah, actually, there. you know, good good for them. I mean, the Chinese Super League is one of the top leagues in the world, so they get to, you know. Yeah, Zav, only Iniesta and Lucas Podolski are making everyone in the Chinese Super League look like utter fools. And well, just a quick reminder, Iniesta and Podolski, their heyday, their prime was a good seven to eight years ago. Whoa, so not, not Iniesta. Iniesta was still killing his it. His prime prime? Are we talking prime prime? I mean, he Are was. Are we still... talking prime time? Prime time? I mean, he his was still... prime time. Prime time was like seven years ago when he won the, uh, what's it called, twenty ten World Cup. Nah, but I mean, he still won scored a tre- the running goal. He still won a treble with fucking Barcelona, and he was still pretty good till the end. You know what I mean? And oh yeah, he was pretty good. I'm talking about like height, peak of his powers, baby. Yeah, but I mean, it wasn't like a like it was. He didn't fall off a fucking cliff after that. You know what I mean? So. Oh no, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying, like, I think how old is he now? Like thirty, thirty six, thirty five. Pro seven years ago, he would have been twenty eight, twenty seven. I think okay. twenty eight, right, twenty seven yeah. is so like prime, perfect age. So prime, prime. Sorry, I didn't understand you. Prime, prime. <laughs> prime, you, prime. Prime, prime. Yeah, same, same, but different. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, I agree with you. And Podolsky's been kind of washed up for a while too. So, hey, you uh, watch your mouth. That's yeah, your blood. That's that's my that's boy. your hero. That's my boy Poldy. <laughs> I love Poldy. Also, World Cup winner. All right, let's True. move. So, yep. So Ronaldo again. We're just reporting on what's going on. Again, we're not making assumptions or any of that shit. We're just saying, hey, just 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 giving you some updates. All right, moving on to your boy Martin. Paul Pogba gave some interesting comments about Real Madrid. His quote was, I always have said it. Real Madrid is a dream for everyone. It is one of the biggest clubs in the world. Zidane is the manager there. It is a dream for every child and every player. Hmm. Well, he's not wrong. What do you mean? (laughs) So, so we would start off with that. He's not wrong. I feel like 
every kid growing up seeing the Galacticos, I mean, Pogba growing up in France, watching the Galacticos, watching Zidane win a World Cup and play for the biggest club in the world. I mean, I feel like a lot of people are jumping to conclusions here, but Martin, are you jumping to conclusions? Do you think Paul Pogba is looking at an exit now to Real Madrid, which to me, you know, you go first. I don't think it makes sense to me because I feel like he's finally in his groove and like, I feel like he's finally like really loving Manchester United under Solskjaer, but let me hear what you have to say. Well, I mean, I think in order to really understand what Paul Pogba is saying, um, you have to take in the entire context of the interview, the quote, um, he absolutely said that he and I don't think there is a shred of doubt in my mind that he would be honored to be a Galactico he would be honored to play under Zidane as with almost every single other player in this world um, but the full quote the full context of, of this interview um, that was the latter half of it in the beginning he he said that he's incredibly happy at Manchester United that he wants to stay at Manchester United that he he uh, is happy that he's being coached by Ollie. He supported Ollie's uh, full-time position um, as as manager, and so I don't think anybody needs to read anything into it. I know some of the Manchester United fans are are losing their absolute shit and calling him a traitor, saying that um, he should go if he has even the shred of of, of a doubt. And, and I, I think that's utter bullshit. Look what he said. Read what he said. Don't try and make a story out of nothing, you know? Um, and I think that if he ends up at Real Madrid, I don't think it'll, it will be until after he wins, so, if he wins a trophy at Manchester United. I think he's extremely happy right now under Solskjaer, um, especially going into the 2019-2020 season because you know Manchester United will be gunning for that title challenge. They ain't going to play for fourth place. Paul Merson said it himself, and I think Paul Pogba knows that he is the man that can make it happen for uh, Manchester mm-hmm. United. So I think end of the day, this quote really means nothing other than that he has a huge admiration for Zinedine Zidane and the Real Madrid team and history. And there ain't nothing wrong with that. I'm, yeah, I'm, nothing, if, wrong if, that. If, nothing wrong with I'm, that. Nothing wrong with that. If he wants to say he admires Zidane, well, yeah, no shit, I admire Zidane. If I, I'm the biggest Manchester United fan I know. If I had a chance to go to the St. Bernabeu and play in the Bernabeu, I would do that in a freaking heartbeat, dude. Uh, it's a dream for almost every single soccer player on the, on, in the world. The only thing that does concern me, Kev, is I saw on ESPN right before the show, is Real Madrid's plan to get Paul Pogba. Real Madrid are trying to use Gareth Bale as as leverage. a little sweetener, a leverage, a little icing on the cake. And that is my worst nightmare. That is mm. exactly what I do not want to happen. Because if we get if if Manchester United does a swap of Paul Pogba and Gareth Bale, and I, I'm assuming Yikes. that Real Madrid would toss some money Manchester United's way. But that is the most raw deal that I've that I've seen in Manchester United uh, transfer targets. And let's be clear, if that does happen, I will sail my ass over to England and beat the piss out of Ed Woodward because that man can't do transfers he's for jackal. He's had it coming for a while, so I think... He know. has. I've been saying that I'd beat his ass for a couple years now. It's, it's, it's coming. It's coming, Ed. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I just hope this doesn't turn into like a hazard situation where it's just like constant yeah. like like flirting and stuff. But it just doesn't really seem like too much flirting. It just you know, it just seems like Pogba is stating the obvious. It's like yeah, like. I bet everyone at most of the top six in fucking England would be like, fucking would love to go play for Real Madrid. Did they just not win three Champions League back-to-back under Zidane? <laughs> like, and, like, uh, what's it called? And a FIFA Cup thing and, like, a fucking La Liga title. Like, they, like people are going to blow this out of proportion. And I already saw people being like, I can't believe Paul Polk is going to betray us like that. Like, dude, get the fuck over yourself. Like, yeah, let's be honest. He says one thing. And and everybody reacts instantaneously. Hazard's mm-hmm. been fucking rimming Real Madrid for the past eight months, and everyone is just curious to where he's go- where he's gonna go. And and I am so done with that shit, man. If Hazard is gonna go, he's gonna go. Yo. I think he should go. But yeah. Paul Pogba, he hasn't. He isn't flirting. He's doing nothing similar um, to Hazard. The reporter asked Paul Pogba about Real Madrid. He responded. He also responded about United, Sokjar, his teammates, France, and and you know the some people in the media, some people in in various fandoms pick out that that Real Madrid comment and act like it's the end all be all. Paul Pogba's betraying Manchester United. Mm-hmm. Get over yourself, y'all. He, yeah, he's, he's responding to a reporter's question. That's it. End game. Yeah, my also just shout out to Pogba because he went to the France camp and uh, mm-hmm. talked mad shit to all the PSG players, who I that think he did, which is fucking awesome. So again, he's talking <laughs> he's talking shit for his team, Manchester United, on the team that should like Martin. We could both agree PSG should have won that match. Like oh, it was yeah. just oh for like, sure, <laughs> and they completely like capitulated. Um, and the fact that he's talking shit to him, he said they all had like a face on them or like looked fucking sad as shit. That's awesome. So, Paul Pogba, you're good in my book, man. So, uh, before he we also on... bought. Oh, go on, yeah. He, he also, last Paul Pogba news, him and Griezmann bought the entire World Cup winning team, uh, NBA style world champion rings. And I've seen a couple of them. I've oh, seen they Paul look nice. Flaunt it. I've seen Grease flaunt it. And I'm 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 gonna be real weird, real real with you. That shit is pretty. That shit looks real good. Fire, fucking mm-hmm. fire. Okay, before we move into another Frenchman, ooh, look at that transition. Um, we're gonna have a quick ad break right now. This is the Overtime Podcast Network. And we're back, baby. Martin, you were just talking about Antoine Griezmann. Reports are coming out. Um, also, before I talk about this, Martin had already sent me from a Man U fan page on Instagram saying that Antoine Griezmann was coming to United, um, which I know yeah. you which, which you I was just – when you sent me that, I'd be like, that would be fucking sweet. But look at your source. You're sending it from a super fan fucking United page. <laughs> so, But there, there are reports that Griezmann feels as though he's – there's some regret – staying at Atletico Madrid for this long. And I can see why with that amount, that great talent, um, uh, excuse me, and that amazing coach, it feels as though Atletico has really underperformed. People forget Griezmann wasn't there when they won La Liga. He came afterwards. So the fact that, you know, they don't at least have one Champions League win after going back, going there uh, twice and losing to Madrid thanks to Sergio Ramos, the bastard man himself. Um, should Antoine feel some regret? Like, 
Antoine's always been in the conversation of like top ten players. He kind of falls in and out of it sometimes. Um, at least I think so. And I think the reason being is that he hasn't really had that much club success. I mean, they won like the Europa League, which is cool and all, and they won the um, what's the competition? That I can't. It's off. I can't think of it off the top of my head. The one where the Europa League plays the Champions League winner. Su- uh, fucking FIFA Super Cup. Yeah. What? It? Yeah. Whatever the fuck it is. Again, that's also like kind of a fake trophy. Um, yeah, it is. So, do you think Griezmann should be feeling regret? And that it definitely seems like he's really wanting out after being humiliated by Ronaldo once fucking again. So, what do you think, Amarin? Should Griezmann be feeling regret? Should he want out? Should he move to, say, a Manchester United, a Real Madrid, a Barcelona? What are you thinking? Um, I personally don't think he should move to Real Madrid or Barcelona. I think if he if he transfers out of Atletico Madrid, he should not go to one of the biggest rivals and literally the only two teams who have kept him from winning trophies. Um, that's just a stone stone cold fact. Um, and I think if he was to um, ask for a transfer, he should go to either Italy or or England. Um, but five hours ago, uh, Marcel reported a quote from. His sister and agent, Maud Griezmann. Um, side note, what's up with all these football players having their own family as, as agents? That just seems Bad move. Bad move. Yeah, but <laughs> that's, a, that's a whole other story. Um, but she said, if there's a club we're currently in contact with, it's Atletico and no one else. Antoine is disappointed in the Champions League elimination, but so are his teammates and coach. It's exhausting reading new things every day about what my brother thinks about his future. Antoine is with France this week, and that's the only thing on his mind. I can assure you that nothing is happening. And look, if if we want to take his agent at um, her word, if we want to, you know, just read the direct quote from her, it it just does not seem like um, he is interested in in moving, transferring, um, regardless of the media speculation that's surrounding it all. Um, I, I would absolutely love to see him finish off his career at Atletico Madrid. I, I just think that would be cool for him, for Atletico, uh, just, you know, a loyalty uh, story. But on the flip side of things, and also the selfish side of things, I would love to see more of him. I would love to see him every week in the Prem. Are you kidding me? I want all the best players in the world to come to the Prem because that's the league that I watch most. So selfish part of me says... Tell your sister to shut the fuck up. Tell your agent to shut the fuck up and come to the prem. Have some fun. Fuck Athleti. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like he's definitely feeling some type of regret uh, for many reasons. I mean, the fact that he won the World Cup and people weren't considering him the best player in the world has to do to his, you know, lack of club success, you know? So I feel like Antoine, if he does get out, I would be kind of... I would feel weird seeing him in a Barcelona Real Madrid jersey, you know? And I do agree. I'd love to see him finish this project at Atletico Madrid, which has been there's so much talent. And they've had, like, decent success, but never, like, get the fucking, you know, um, pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Happy St. Paddy's again. Um, so, I don't know. It's, you know, it's his choice. Um, he just released a fucking documentary about himself on Netflix on his birthday, which is, you know, a little narcissistic. I don't know, but <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I okay. think so. But I do think one plus thing out of this um, 
documentary, which is actually a pretty good documentary, by the way, I watched it, um, is, is it's all about his commitment to Atletico. And if he's releasing that right now uh, on his birthday, uh. you know, he, he's probably fucking staying. Like, reading between the lines there, reading that and um, his agent's quote, I, I bet you he stays. I bet you, but I will wager this to you, Kevin. Oh, I mm-hmm. I bet that he won't win a a club trophy for the rest of his career if he stays at Atletico, and that hurts me to say. E- yikes. I mean, he's got to at least win, like, a La Liga or something. I don't know. I like, don't think he can with Barca and Real Madrid, man. I think those Messi, days of Atletico challenging are over. With just Messi, which, speaking of mm-hmm. which, Messi, back in the Argentina squad, Martin, is this, as you have put in the notes here, the last chance for silverware for Lionel Messi to get some type of international success? I think so. I mean, look, this summer, 2019 Copa America, and the biggest competition that he'll face in that is Brazil and Chile. I, th- I think if he does not win the Copa America this year with the, the excellent fucking Argentinian squad that he does have, then I don't think he has time to win another one. Unless they... Uh, um, just include him for the 20, uh, 2022 World Cup as, as like an honorary member. Uh, I just don't think he, he has enough time left in his playing days to win anything but this 2019 Copa America. And if he does win that, that'll, that'll solidify really true. I mean, obviously his, his status and playing level is already solidified, but the only consistent criticism that I've heard about Messi over the entire time I've been watching soccer is, his lack of um, accomplishments in, in the national level. So if he's able to win this trophy, man, that's got to be a huge fucking weight off of Messi's and, and the punditries and the criticisms. Maradona. Like, yeah, yeah, right. Maradona will probably stop sniffing cocaine long enough to actually be like, okay, I can't talk shit about Messi anymore because he's got trophies everywhere. Yeah, can we just cancel Maradona? Like, I just he's can't. been canceled. Him Dude, and Pele both. I can't fucking stand that guy. Like, he just he's both kind of, of a the, bitch. Kind of just a dickhead. Like, he just tries to make everything about himself. And it's like, dude, I get it. Like, you had a good summer. You won a fucking World Cup back in like the fucking eighties. I get it. But he also cheated, by the way. Hand, hand of, of God, God hand of God. People forget about the <laughs> hand of God. You know. Um, all right, I get like he was really great at Napoli too. I know Critty Smith is already listening to this and be like, "Are you the, the Napoli? <laughs> Napoli?" I'm like, "Who gives a shit?" Um, yeah, I think I really think Messi and Ronaldo are both going to play in the 22 World Cup. Like you do, Oof. I think. I'll, okay, first off, Ronaldo is not going to play for Portugal. Okay, I highly doubt he's going to like retire. Um, I mean, he's definitely going to play Dude. the. He's definitely going to play in the Euros. I know they're going to be older. For sure. But, I mean, when you're the GOAT, both of them, like, I am, like, 99% sure they're both going to play in the 22 World Cup. Because Messi's only going to be, like, what, like, 33, 34? I don't know how old he's Messi's 33 right now. He'll be he's he'll be 36 or 37. I don't know exactly when his birthday is, but if his birthday's before June, then he'll be 37. Uh, Ronaldo will be... 37 no, they're as like, well, they're, they're man. Like, these these they're are like two years off, old-ass so. motherfuckers. Um, I think they're one or something. But I, I just don't see Ronaldo or Messi being able to lead lead their respective teams in the 22 World Cup. 
they don't have to lead. I I don't think they need to lead. I think they can just still be really great players and like not like kind of like role players, which would be a weird transition to see them in that position. But I still think they're both going to play and give it one more shot and like give it hell. True, so, I would love that. Um, Fucking if they do that, man. I like. Can we just if they do that and retire after that World Cup? I think the world as a whole needs to throw a retirement party because that would be the most epic way of retiring. Hold out for one more World Cup, give it your absolute piss all, and then retire. Two goats retiring after the same tournament. That'd be picture perfect. Storybook ending. Holy crap. Make that fairy tale happen. Yeah, that'd be fucking wild. Yeah, Messi is 31 and Ronaldo's 34. Shit, Messi's like 31. Weird... I thought he was like 33. Yeah, he'll turn thirty-two in June. So yeah, they're two years off. Damn. Um, so. However, I will say, and I don't know if you uh, believe this as well. I don't think Lionel Messi will be able to keep up his level of play like Ronaldo has. As he gets oh, shut older. the fuck up! No, get the f- no. All right. Absolutely All right. not. No. We'll see. All right, All right. time Speaking will tell. But I think mess. What All you right, were uh, talking about? Uh, ESPN just had an article come out seven hours ago. Ronaldo and Messi at the 2022 World Cup. Don't pet- bet against them. So, shit. Looks like uh, oh well. <laughs> you and ESPN are calling that shit right now, right here. Uh, I don't want to be on the same page as ESPN. <laughs> Damn it. That fucking, you know what? They're not playing in the World Cup. There you go. I'm just, you know. <laughs> All right. Um, we're going to do some fan questions. Um, but before that, we're going to break for a quick motherfucking ad right now. This is the Overtime Podcast Network. <laughs> All right. We're back, Martin. We only got like two questions. So this is going to be a quickie pod. So if there's anything else you want to talk about and you think of anything, uh, just let me know. First question comes from Brock, B-R-X-X-C-K, from our Instagram. He says, should RB sponsor another club in Leipzig in the most niche troll of all time? I didn't realize RB sponsored a club. No, I'm really behind on my Bundesliga stuff. I was trying to, like, Google. Cause I saw Who the question RB earlier. And I, <laughs> I guess Leipzig? Red Bull Leipzig? Or regular Leipzig? I don't- I don't know. Um, uh, Arby's Leipzig. What is what's going on here? This is a little. We're gonna do our deep dive. This is gonna be our Madeline McCann. Uh, you know, gone missing. Um, I don't know this reference that's going on right now. It's like it's all about this like kid who went missing. It's all on like English Twitter. They're all making jokes about it, um, about like this kid who went missing, which is like fucked up. But like, it's like it's one of those things where it's like who could have done it when it's like obviously the fucking parents did it. Oh, true. It's one like of those. One of those uh, yeah, it's like one of those like hey, like who could have done it? It's like well, it's probably the fucking kids. Like I watched that Netflix documentary Evil Genius, but really it was just like the um, what's it called? the cops and the investigators just being real fucking uh, stupid. Have like it wasn't seen, like um, the people were that smart. Uh, that news story, it came out a couple months ago of, of the man who killed his wife and, and two daughters and like, uh, it was mm-hmm. Ohio or somewhere and, and he buried them in oil barrels or, or some shit. But it, it took, it took the cops like five or six days for uh, them to identify that the uh, father and husband did it. And and literally my first thought after that news story broke was, oh, yeah, the husband totally did that shit all the time. 
Always blame the spouse. Yeah, it's always the fucking husband. Always. You know what? Husband or parents. There's a famous quote from George Carlin. It's like, hell is full of dads. And it's just true. (laughs) Uh, You know, what's what's hell full of dads? Um, All right. You know what, Brock? I can't find a damn thing. I can't find a fucking thing. It must have been this thing. One of those things that just got by me. You know, it's kind of like I was looking at movies I've never seen. Like I've never seen Little Miss Sunshine or like Sideways, and I was like, those are just things that just got by me. Or Mean Girls. I've never seen Mean Girls. Really? I just seen. I've seen Mean Girls. What the fuck is wrong with you? Of course. Well, you're like a rom com bitch. You like watch watch your mouth. That's private information. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's confidential. That's That's confidential. I need you to retract that statement right here and issue a public apology. Hell no. I've never Uh, heard the uh, word rom com. Oh, what is a rom-com? Weird. Um, <laughs> all right, this is the final question. It is from Christopher Davis 12. He says, oh, this is a good one. Who would win in a fight, the Lads podcast or from the Spot podcast, which is our friends Mark and Nick Warak, the two brothers? Definitely the Waraks. Uh, Definitely 100% yeah, would... the Waraks. They tower over Mark, us both. Mark... <laughs> yeah, there's some there's some big bitches. Um, they could beat the shit out of us. Um I don't know. I feel like I don't want to sell this and make it sound like pussies, but they are some big, and especially because like Mark is full on ginger. I'm pretty sure he'd eat my face. I think that's just you know. No, you're comes safe. To the territory, fellow ginger. You guys, are, oh. you guys would bond over some ginger shit. I would, I would be devoured by mm. the triple gingers. You, Mark, and mm. Nick. Actually, yeah, actually, that's probably how they go. But hey, that's a good shout out. Check out from the spot. They're going to be probably covering more of this international break than we are. Oh, I actually didn't mention this. Fucking, did you see Sané almost got his leg broken? And I think Rashford is already like on yeah. the injury reserve list. Yeah. Like, can we just talk about again the international break? The biggest waste of time bullshit. And people are like, well, the Euros qualifier. It's like. We know who's going to get in for the most part. Like, come on. Like, right. I hate this qualifying bullshit. They're probably going to expand it anyway. Like, the whole World Cup's going to be 48 in 2022, which is going to dilute the product, and it's going to be fucking bullshit. So, again, if Leroy Sané would have really broken his leg, we'd all be sitting here today going, like, yeah, maybe we shouldn't have this of, like, six games left in the fucking leagues. And the champ, like, I, don't, I, I would just never understand it. It's all, you know what it is? It's all money-grubbing whores. And it's like the summer is right there where all the international teams could hang out. You know, I don't, I don't know. I just, it's just all about money and greed and I get it, man. You know, got to keep filling that, filling that fucking pipe. So that's, that's all I got, Martin. Yeah. Once again, international break showing you how absolutely stupid it is. I, I mean, you have arguably one of the best players on arguably one of the best teams Go to international break for Germany and play Serbia and almost gets his leg broken. Over what? Over what? Serbia. I don't, yeah. Over I don't think Serbia. anybody with half a brain can look at Germany and Serbia and be like, hmm, who should have a higher seed? Who, if, if these two hmm. teams play each other, hmm. who would win? I'm sorry. It's the Euros. You know Germany's going to be in. You know England. You know France. You know Spain. You know maybe Italy, maybe Netherlands. But you know who is the top six to ten contenders. They should be in. Guess what? The best players should not have to face the worst players 
during the most crucial part of their club season to determine if their great international team can play in a tournament. It's like, dude, it's like Duke playing my high school team in order to get into the March Madness tournament. And my high school team is absolute trash back in my day. So, look, just stop this foolishness. Stop sending great players to play shite players. Sorry, Serbia, but... Leroy Sané is better than you. He should not be playing you. That's it. Done. Mm-hmm. Done. It's like, well, you know, you got to play to get in. It's like, suck my dick. So, <laughs> Essentially. I think um, that's what Sané's response should be to every single Serbian for the rest of his life. Suck my dick. Or, like, or even any, like, English, like, dickheads. Or German, sorry. Any, like, German dickheads who are like, you know, well, he should play with the national team. You know, he needs to get the experience with the chemistry of the team. It's like... Dude, he's not going to forget how to play fucking soccer. <laughs> right. Like, and also, I don't, like, I, maybe maybe Sané sh- should take a leave of absence from Germany, seeing as Germany and Jurgen Lowe were dumb enough to leave him behind for the actual tournament. Maybe he should be like, I didn't play in the World Cup. You guys crashed out of the World Cup. I am playing with you in these dumbass qualifiers. Take a stand, Leroy. Knock Germany down. Mm-hmm. Leroy. Sané. Sané. Yeah, exactly. All right, well, that's our show, guys. It was a little quickie. Uh, hopefully, we'll be back Tuesday. Well, there's still no fucking Premier League games this weekend, so we'll, we'll think of something. Uh, stay tuned for Saturday. We're doing, like, a fan special with everyone on our Discord channel. Um, so they're going to have some questions for us. And uh, follow us on social media. All right, that's it. That's all I got. All right, bye, guys. Sometimes